Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. It's Today FM, it's Dave Moore, and I've got Rob Carney with me. Rob, I can't believe the Six Nations is here already. With the years of the World Cups, it feels like it rolls around pretty quick, right? Yeah, Dave, it's, it's pretty mental, isn't it? You know, we, we feel as if we've only just finished the hangover from the World Cup, and it's and it's back on top of us again. But it's always nice. I find it gets you through those first dreary months of the year. Um, and what a game to start off with, Ireland-France, in France, probably, well, definitely going to be our hardest game of the tournament. Is, it, uh, is, this, no... is this the final of the tournament right now? I mean, is that is that as, can we, can we go that big on this game? I think so. Now, listen, there's always going to be twists and turns as the tournament goes on. But from the outset, you'd have to say that Ireland and France are by far the two strongest teams in the tournament. Mm. So the winner of tonight, you would chances say it will be the eventual winner. You'd wonder the the fixture gods inside in World Rugby. Did they go like, there's a really good reason to put Ireland-France at the start or at start, or is it like, lads, you're literally the rest of it's a damn squib after tonight. I mean, it probably isn't true and there's a lot of rugby to be played and as you said, twists and turns, but in some ways it does feel a little bit like it would be great if this was way later in the campaign. Yeah, it, it probably does. And, you know... You, you always have tournaments where some big games, you know, you think back to the World Cup, France-New Zealand was the very first game. So sometimes yeah. they like to start off with a big bang. Um, but the people doing the fixtures are a lot smarter than me and you, Dave, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, think. I think you're right as well, in fairness. Um, let's talk about, I mean, obviously this is Ireland post-Johnny. It's the first time we're, we're, we don't have him anywhere as an option in such a long time. How is, do you think, how, do, how is the whole organisation coping with Johnny? Because he's so much more than just a 10. Yeah, he is. He was their, he was their leader, wasn't he? Their cultural leader. He was, he was probably a little bit of a coach for them too mm. on the field from Monday to Friday. So he's going to leave a, a big void. But, you know, big players always move on. with the same with Paul O'Connell, with Ron O'Gara, Brian O'Driscoll. So, you know, you, you, they'll just have to move on and, and get on with it. And, and what an opportunity for a young guy now like Jack Crowley to, to step up. And, you know, that Ireland number 10 jersey is, is famous. It's, it's been through a lot of big names and, and he's the man now has the opportunity to try and make it his own. Yeah, absolutely. With Andy Farrell obviously being there, um, with Peter O'Mahony stepping up now and being captain. I mean, the experience, the the combination of, of, of youth and and you know, solid older heads. I mean, we're still in a really good place in rugby, right? Uh, we're still in a brilliant place. And, you know, okay, it was very unlucky and, and a bit of a disastrous World Cup now has another quarterfinal exit, but they were so close and another bounce of the ball and they could have gone the whole way. So this isn't a team that has had to reassess after the World Cup and come back and make wholesale changes and change how they're playing the game and mm. doing things. So there's still an awful lot of solidity and structure there that, you know, they'll feel as if if they just keep doing what they're doing and prove a couple of small things, that they can still be really successful. How are France looking, do you think? I mean, obviously, you know, there's there's no question that us going, not not just to, to France, but to Marseille rather than, than Paris. Everything's a bit different for us. Yeah, it is. France are, are looking really, really strong. You know, they're another team who'll feel very hard done by at the World Cup in terms of just a little bit of luck and small margins not going their way. They are now without the best player in the world, uh, Antoine Dupont, who has moved to the seventh circuit for the year, uh, for the upcoming Olympics. So while we have lost Johnny, they've lost the best player in the world. So they are down a man. 
but they are still looking very strong. And, you know, to play a game in Marseille on a Friday night, that stadium is going to be absolutely rocking. And yeah. that will bring its own its own pressures to the Irish boys too. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot. I need a prediction. What do you think is going to happen in Marseille tonight? Oh. Not necessarily a score, but just a, you know. Okay, a... I, think, I think France will win by three to five points, but it's going to be a very, very tight game. Do you think that France winning by three to five points will therefore have a, a strong bearing on the outcome of the Six Nations? Well, they're certainly off to the best possible start. Mm. But, you know, the, the the French of old, you know, you never really knew what sort of France was going to turn up when they, when they travelled away from home. Now, they've improved that mental toughness within their team a little bit. But, you know, the English are going to be a dark horse. Scotland are going to turn over one team on a good day. Um, but, you know, like I said at the start, I think whoever wins this game tonight is certainly in the driving seat to win the championship. Right, well, fingers crossed your prediction is wrong and uh, we managed to come away with some kind of a late scraped victory that'll take us <laughs> into the next round of games. And a new dad, Rob. How's Bobby? Uh, Bobby is flying, I think. He's been <laughs> up since half five this morning, which hasn't been the greatest of crack. Um, but he's great. Life is really good, uh, Dave. Love him. Love him being a dad. It certainly has all its challenges. Yes, uh, And it everything does. that goes with it, but... It's so worth it. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It's the best club in town. Yeah, there you go. That's the right thing to say. No, and it is. There's there's absolutely nothing like it. But yeah, the early mornings, particularly uh, at the young, early early stages, uh, can be very, very difficult. All right. And um, how, are you, how are you finding yourself as a dad? Have you begun to kind of see your own dad in yet? Or are you still, is it, is it too early to kind of start noticing Mr. Carney Sr.? Uh, you see bits and pieces. I, I think, you know... You, you always love your parents, but you never really appreciate what they had to go through <laughs> until you go through it yourself. So there definitely is, you know, the, the love piece is infinite, but there's definitely a, a respect and appreciation that grows every day your own little nipper gets a bit older. Definitely, definitely. And then I hear you started crash, Bobby. Did How's he getting on there? Uh, good. He went in yesterday for an hour, so I think they they slowly reintroduce him. Yeah. Uh, he was mixed. I think he was a little bit not sure where he was, and he was happy to see his mom and dad when he came back. <laughs> yeah. Out. Well, that's always a nice thing. And speaking of mums, how's Jess getting on? Is she good? Yeah, she's great. She's flying. She's taken to it like a duck to water. Um, you know, while it might be tough for the dad some days, it's infinitely tougher for the mums. Um, but she's brilliant. She's really looking forward to getting back to work now in, in four or five weeks. And yeah, she's she's smashed it. Excellent. Well, I've no doubt it'll be a beautiful, happy household. That's for sure, the Carnies. All right, listen, before I let you go, Rob, I do uh, the quick fire round with all my guests. I'm going to do it with you as well. Top of your head, just answer these questions. What are you currently obsessed with? Chess. Chess. Outstanding chess. answer. Why chess? I don't know. When I have the little, I so I, there's this game that you can play, twenty minute speed game on your phone. Yeah. And I took up chess during COVID because I was so bored, and it was always a game that I liked. Um. But now, when I'm feeding him at night time, and he nods off, I have a quick game there in the rocking chair. <laughs> so <laughs> random. And are you any good? Um. I'm okay. Yeah. Like, see, you see, you say you're okay. Good. You see, Rob. Like, uh, obviously, we know your career in in rugby. I've 
witnessed you playing golf. You are exceptional as an amateur. So I can only imagine it'll be a little while until we hear, guys, did you hear Rob Kearney's going to play in the World Chess Championships? <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Um, who's the most famous person in your phone, Rob? Uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> yes. What an amazing answer. <laughs> I suppose the distant cousins do need to be in the phones. Uh, well, we are, but we are blood. You yeah, know that's blood. it. That's it. That's brilliant. What a great answer. Um, think back to when you were in national school. What was the name of your school? Around second class? Um, Monksland National School. Right, right. Okay. And when you were in there, did you have a lunchbox with you? Some days had a lunchbox. Some days just fired into the school. <laughs> okay. But what, what was the food of choice? What were you eating for Susbjörg? Uh, there was a sandwich, there was a banana and a chocolate bar. Ooh, which chocolate bar now? I'd be intrigued if you can remember that. Oh, I think it could have been penguins. A lot of people saying penguins these days. I'm glad to hear it. I still eat them now, I have to say. <laughs> they're they're, yeah, great they're very, very, very underrated. Yeah, and the silly little joke on the back is still a great thing to have as well. So I highly recommend penguins these days. Now, um, the, the, the banana invariably got squashed yeah. in between the books. Yeah, left down there for a few days. Yeah, I started to decompose. I was guilty of the same. Uh, final question then I ask all my guests, Rob, because I don't. Do you, Rob Kearney, wash your legs in the shower? Yeah, I do. Not every day now, but I'd be conscious every second day to give them a little scrub, <laughs> particularly the toes. Oh, really? Oh, you get down to the toes. Okay, okay. That's good to know. Uh, Rob, Although it's getting harder in my old age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, you have to get one of those little uh, steps that sticks itself to the shower tiles. <laughs> you can put your foot up there. Um, come here. Thank you so much for joining me so early in the morning. Although, as you said, Bobby had you up at the crack of dawn, so you're probably half a day done at this stage. And come here. Also, um, Thanks for the prediction. We'll see if you're right or wrong. Uh, we'll know by later on tonight. Hopefully you'll be slightly wrong and Ireland will nick it. But thank you so much and uh, enjoy the rest of the Six Nations. Dave, thanks for having me. Great to chat as always. Good man. Dave Moore on Today FM Podcast.